is a Quizball Cast, episode 38D, Chicago Open 2008 Trash Tournament, round 7 between Miracles of Antichrist and Meek Heritage. His website's FAQ wonders which Bible character he's most like, and on it he plugs his eponymous family foundation and work with Christian colleges. Techniques used in his most famous match include an underhanded serve, high slow shots, and an unusual return position that forced the double fault that completed a five-set comeback win. After defeating... Michael Chang? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and by 10, I do mean 15. Oh. <laughs> yes. Your bonus. The singer notes that he would like to rest his weary head tonight on a bed of the title object. But with you sing the song, which also notes that the title object seems like creates on vines that shine. Uh, so, a pillow? Or would you be sleeping on that girl's on? Answer. A pillow. California Stars. A recording of California Stars appears on Mermaid Avenue, a collaboration between Billy Bragg and this group we'll whose go. albums include A Ghost Is Born. We'll go. Yep. Mermaid Avenue consists of lyrics by this American artist who wrote a song about the sinking of the Mermaid James and the song Pastures of Plenty. It's like a really famous guy, like um, songwriter maybe like Guthrie or something like that. Songs, songs, songs. What do you choose? Answer. Guthrie. Yep. Brother Trucker appears on a James Taylor album of this name. A song about one of these of a certain color begins, a year in the hole had taken its toll and it took a good look at me, and notes that one of these was on my morning. In addition to that song by King's X, a song about one of these featured the line, there goes a ribbon and there go the ribbons. That song appeared on Gordon before If I Had One Million Dollars. In a song which says, if you live by the rules of it's over, then I'm sure that that makes sense. The singer insists that there will not be a white one of these above her door. And <laughs> Yeah, third. Okay. Plus four. 
this product was named for a horse owned by the family that created it, and one ad for it shows a woman eating one in front of a horse who responds by eating her head. Some variants of this food stuff are the flapjack version and the charged version, which includes taurine. This used to be the sponsor for Ricky Rudd's number 88 car, but it, it has more recently sponsored Kyle Busch, and Bush used it as his primary sponsor in his win in Atlanta in March. A recent ad for this candy features a group that includes a Viking, a pilgrim, and Henry VIII, and it is theirs. Yeah. And your bonus. When Samuel is killed during World War One, his brother cuts out his heart so it can be sent home for burial. For number 18, it's 1994, film in which Samuel Ludlow was played by Henry Thomas. Okay. Yeah. That's Legends of the Fall. In a 1990 film, which was a prequel to a 1960 Hitchcock movie, Henry Thomas played the young version of this crazy dude. It's the guy who's like, oh, Bates, uh, no, Bates. More recently, Thomas appeared in his 2002 film as Johnny Sirocco, who introduces his old friend Amsterdam to the film's other major character. Amsterdam. 20. Plus 5. This game saw the losing team score only one touchdown, which came on Tony Krepfle's fourth quarter catch. This game saw the record for interceptions in a Super Bowl set when Rod Margaret had three. The halftime show was a Mardi Gras festival, while the pregame show was about the end of the Iran hostage crisis. The postgame saw Peter Pete Roselle present the Vince Lombardi trophy to an owner who sued the league for stopping his team from moving. Super Bowl 17. Uh, from a movie earlier that season, Jim Cornkate was playing the key of the Super Bowl with three touchdown passes compared to one for Ron Jaworski. For 10 points, they ended up in this game, which featured the first wildcard Super Bowl champions, in which the Raiders defeated the Eagles 14 years after the Packers defeated the Chiefs to win the super first Super Bowl. Super Bowl 15. That's pretty dumb. I thought they were going to give me a year and they can do the math, but like, they played it. They did? Name these artists featured on Michael Arnold's must-have album of the summer, the Sex and the City movie soundtrack to the feature. It opens with Labels of Love, a track performed by this artist who had a huge and inexplicable success with her 2006 album, The Duchess. Uh, Yeah. This Welsh singer, whose 2004 debut album was finally Vulcan, contributed It's Amazing. Was it interesting now that she's a little... Oh, wait. Natasha. Yeah, Natasha Gale. Uh, this artist who sings the heart of the matter on the soundtrack scored hits with such songs as Brown Skin from her debut, Acoustic Soul. of Gibbon's Decline and Fall in the journal Classics Ireland. His first solo album features a cover of China Girl and the song Sister Midnight. Besides The Idiot, a self-titled 1969 album with his original band featured songs like Real Cool Time and a song where this man sings that he wants to lay right down in his favorite place like the titular animal. Even better known is a song referring to Johnny Yang coming with the liquor and drugs where having it in the ear... Yeah. Read that article. <laughs> <laughs> and your bonus. And so the following about food and drinks. Foods and drinks which have entire festivals devoted to them in California for number teach. Every April, Stockton is home to a three-day festival dedicated to this vegetable. And in the 19th century, the first amino acid to be isolated was derived from this. What is that? Asparagus. Asparagus. Well, yes. In July, Gilroy is home to a festival dedicated to this. The festival elects a queen of this product whose task is to have a good time with fellow lovers of the pungent bowl. So you eat it, it's a bowl? Uh, I have a punion. That's no. a punch bowl. Yeah. Uh, onion. onion. 
Garlic. Garlic. Paso Robles is home to a spring festival dedicated to this kind of wine. This is the second most planted red wine grape in California. It's probably French, though. You grow French, I guess. Merlot. Zinfandel. Toss of seven. The 2003 TV movie which told the unauthorized story of this starred Brett Anthony and Melanie Dean Moore. In addition to behind the camera, it caused controversy controversy when Nick at Night censored an episode in which a male character's scrotum was visible. A later season of this show introduced a farm girl named Cindy who left to attend UCLA that she was replaced by a nurse named Cheers. Oh. Named Terry Alden. More central characters include youth car salesman Larry Dallas who lives up Smith. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the scrotum there. I remember that whose company made for TV movie now. The Nick at Night thing. I don't know why. Four, saw a strike that ended the baseball season on August 11th. The answer to the point about that season when the strike occurred, this team is the best record in baseball. Their manager, Philippe Alou, won manager of the year. Exposed. Yeah. Yes, the AL Cy Young Award went to this pitcher who had 16 wins for the Royals while playing for the Yankees in 1999. He threw a perfect game. Yeah. The 1994 season saw three no hitters, one of which was thrown by this twin. He would be traded to the Orioles the next season. Um, Yeah, Plus eight. On this character's home improvement show, he, re- he recommends covering everything in gold leaf. He caused an uproar when he asked for a travel destination based on smell and received a pamphlet for Pittsburgh. His presidential campaign declared that he is on pot. He believes in Dogbert's theory of evolution, and his mother's name is Tricky Woo. He's disgusted when he learns fish eat bugs, presuming that they eat monkeys, and he desires to eat a monkey himself. His nemesis is named Fungo, and he has been called a feline triathlete by his owner's friend, Joe. Okay, so this is Bucky Cat? Yeah. Yeah, this is like Cat <laughs> And This man's football career saw him make four straight Pro Bowls as a Viking. Pretty much each name was host of NBA Access, who is also a friend of Michael Jordan. That's about it. He's a boy. I'm on Rashad. Rashad also hosted the two celebrity editions of this reality show currently in its fifth season on ABC. Yeah. The Mole. Yeah. In the second celebrity edition of The Mole, this woman was The Mole, a red-headed former model. She appeared as a clerk in The Last Action Hero. Yeah, this is uh, Frederick Vando. Just give a full first name to that. <laughs> I don't think that's the It's a model. It's about a week. It's Angie Everhart. Oh. Um, that would be a nice hole. Yep. He is listed as executive producer for 2001's Good Advice. He appears in an uncredited cameo as a drummer in Dune, while he appeared as himself in two Rodney Dangerfield films, Meet Molly Sparks and Back by Midnight. He's given a blue cheese cookie in a dream sequence in the film Snow Dogs while floating in the album cover of his time, love, and tenderness. In his best known appearance in film, he is called a no-talent ass clown by a man who said, Why should I... Office space. Any bonus. It describes a crusade led by Frederick Wortham, who wrote the book Seduction of the Innocent for Deputies, in this recent book by David Hodju, which also describes the foolishness of William Gaines in testifying before Congress about a recent scourge of America. Is this a cult? Is it just called the comics code? The comics code. Tencent Plague. Hodju's Haju also wrote Positively Fourth Street, which describes the life and times of this singer, her sister Mimi, her brother-in-law Richard Farina, and her lover Bob Dylan. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. 
1972 novel was dedicated to Richard Farina and includes parts titled In the Zone and The Counterforce. Okay, sir. David Jackal. Gravity's rainbow. A 2001 documentary whose title refers to this man's brain focuses on his illness and death, which stopped his which stopped his work on a film version of Don Quixote. His work is featured in the trailer for Orson Welles. His work is featured in the trailer for Be Kind Rewind, while that same movement of a string quartet backs the first five minutes of the Royal Tenenbaums. The piece he's best known for was used in 2006's Cashback, 2003's Basic, and 2002's The New Guy. That piece is also used during a disastrous sex scene meant to thank a character for saving the female's boyfriend from drowning in the ocean. The record skips, making George Weber stop intercourse with Jenny Hanley, played by Bo Derrick. For 10 points, he was composer known in pop culture for the use in the film 10 of his Bolero. Andy Bonus. In 2007, many musicians wore stupid sunglasses. And to the point about that trend, for what teach this rapper wears white friend sunglasses with his name on the lenses. Yes. Kanye West sports sunglasses with horizontal bars in the futuristic looking music video for this 2007 song. Calvin Harris wears honeycomb shaped sunglasses on the cover of this album, his 2007 debut. Its title refers to the to the origin of a certain genre of much more viral music. It's a rap bonus. So, Zyko Beginnings. That's I Created Disco. Ask him if you knew that. Charlie! What? Have you ever heard of I Created Disco? Nope. Okay. So, at that point, 195, 75. Would we have to give them the point that they had? The most recent draft pick from this school famously left his shoes on the court after his final game and currently plays with the Timberwolves after being drafted by the Celtics. George Mason coach Jim Loranaga went to school here while Rick Barnes coached here after leaving George Mason but before coaching Clemson. This team's conference, the Big East, was founded by a former coach and athletic director here, Dave Gabbett. In 2008, Tim Welsh was replaced as coach of this team by the coach of a surprising Missouri Valley team, Drake's Keno Davis. Return points in the school led to the 1987 Final Four by guard Billy Donovan and coach Rick Pitsey. Province. Yeah. Ten points each team's television characters who are also serial killers. This time character of a Showtime series is a forensics expert for the Miami Police Department. Dexter. Yeah, this killer was revealed to be Quentin Costa in the third season finale of Nip Tuck. He raped Christian Troy in the second season finale. Uh, it's, it's the killer. It's the, um, the, uh, the, 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 the cutter. Carver. Carver. This killer from the X-Files had genetic mutations that made it possible for him to squeeze into tiny spaces. He also ate human livers every 30 years. Two. Yes, yeah, funny. The secret to Alex. But she's his first charting exposure was as a songwriter for the boy band Youngstown, including most of their album Down for the Get Down. Rumors that he was coming out of the closet in a forthcoming issue of Essence magazine has exponentially increased the buzz around his debut album, which featured songs like Stay and Sexy Love, in addition to a hit about the singer's typical routine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll make it perfect. Your bonus. 
he's best known for choosing to kick and take the wind in an overtime game. For 10 points each, they're going to play this former head coach of the Lions, who himself was a quarterback at the University of Montana in the 80s. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that is Marty Morningwang. Morning Morningwang made that choice despite having this above average kicker who was drafted by the Lions out of Washington State in 1992. More than above average. Jason Hampton. Morgan Wegg is the current offensive coordinator for this NFC team. One in 16 chance. If I can remember what the NFC is. Packers, Lions, Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Alright, part 13. One attack on this discussed licking another person and saying the words mad cow disease. Another attack on this preceded the discussion of Jolion Wagg's relation to Captain Haddock. Well, it has been argued that although this practice is... It's like the 2006 Chicago Open Trash Tournament. Uh, minus five. <laughs> <laughs> We've really close or extremely far away. Let's see how this develops. Although this practice is awesome in certain contexts, Red Star Brigade is bad. According to one authority, one thing that says this is a giant stone head spewing rifles at a diaper-clad Sean Connery. In response to an incident of it in 2008, one person allegedly spilled his drink after being pushed, after which that drink was thrown at another person. Okay. <laughs> in this controversial phenomenon, which led to increased awareness of the musical career of Lee Henry and provoked iron in the aftermath of the previous Chicago Open Trash Tournament. Using meta questions in... Tournaments? Yeah. <laughs> this is the second meta question on meta this weekend. No meta. <coughs> Next year, meta. Meta questions on meta questions. There's one that's one. Really? And you're bonus. Lizzo Ford's novel Outside Valentine is based on this man's life. But it was teaching this man who, along with his girlfriend Carol Ann Fugate, began a killing spree in Nebraska in 1957. Oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> Answer? Oh, yeah. Starkweather. <laughs> Murder is committed by Charles Starkweather inspired this remarkable 1973 film directed by Terrence Malick, which starred Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. That is Badlands. Stephen King pays a tribute of sorts to Starkweather in this 1978 novel, whose main evil character, Randall Flagg, is said to have gone to school with him. Oh, stand. Yeah, 10. Toss up 14. Bobby Lowe accomplished this feat in 1894, which, was, which resulted in money being spontaneously thrown onto the field. Three players have done it for the Phillies, the most of any team, though two required extra, extra innings. Ed Delahanty and Bob Horner both did it in losing efforts, while Mark Whitten did it after going. Four almost again. Yeah. Come on, man. That's all they I thought that was much more. I thought it would be something like pitchers hitting walk off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the singer of this song bought a toothbrush and some toothpaste for him with each thing. The song in which the fruit of another makes the singer feel the titular way. Tempted. Tempted. Yeah, Tempted was a hit for this band who released it on the album East Side Story. Squeeze. Yes. Yeah, Squeeze also released this song in 1982. In it, the singer remarks to his ex that there's nothing of your love that I'll ever miss. Just black coffee in bed. Answer? We're going black coffee in bed. Yep, 30. Toss up 15. She's 
not Anne Bradstreet, but she also wrote a poem with the line, Thutter fuck, my mouth is shut, been a while too like a ton. website she used to release singles like Stripper Friends and Paralyzed and discusses her emotional turmoil after she gave Christy the final key instead of bow, only to have Christy refuse her. She's the former host of Pants. This is a woman who's writing another way. That's a fantastic set of hours. That's awesome. He starred as lawyer Norman Kane in 1986, Armed and Dangerous, in which his character and John Candy's discovered an embezzlement scheme. For what's each famous actor who also created the 90s Canadian TV series Maniac Mansion. Yes, Maniac Mansion starred this actor as Fred. On SCTV, he played such characters as Count Floyd, while in Happy Gilmore, he often calls that type of character a jackass. That's Joe Flaherty. The theme song to Maniac Mansion was performed by this Canadian whose hits include Calling All Angels. In 2006, she gave away all of her possessions and changed her name to Issa. His first group featured Braxton Shepard on guitar and Freddie Beach on the fiddle. In one song, he lamented that you're afraid each thing I do is just an evil scheme in which that he could free your doubtful mind and melt the title object. In another song, he noted that he had seen the crabs and the fishes when he looked down in the sea and lamented that he can't find no beer. In addition to Cold Cold Heart and My Bucket's Got a Hole in It, he sang, he sang Crazy Heart after assuming the name Luke the Drifter. For time poisoning his country singer who died of a drug overdose at the age of 29 in 1950. In 1953, he's the same name as also a country artist. Yeah, I get it. Oh yeah, shit. The bucket thing. This man scored career high 42 points in March 2004, a year after he helped the Spurs win their second title. For him, he's an NBA player, currently a small forward for the Golden State Warriors. Steven Jackson. Jackson is perhaps best known for his role in the Malice at the Palace as a pacer. He became a pacer when he was traded for this player. Reggie Miller. I've never heard of him. That's Al Harrington. Jackson was drafted by the Sun Post, played his first game with this team in 2000. They drafted a Cincinnati product with the number one overall pick that year. with Bill Simmons on the BS Report. He is currently working on his first novel, Downtown Owl, while his only other work of fiction is an unfinished novel about a woman falling from the sky onto a man's car. His first work starts with a discussion of his purchase of the Motley Crue album, Shout at the Devil. In one of his books, he has an imaginary discussion with the three most important women in his life while discussing Layla. That book sees him... Name these actors who appeared in Ali's Polk for Tom Betty Ross's father, the general, was played by this man who appeared as Aeronaut Leo Sorsby in the recent film adaptation of The Golden Compass. Yes. Sam Alley. Yes. David Banner was played by this actor who memorably appeared as Adam Verber in the Merchant Ivory version of The Golden Pole. Oh, are they? Was his father Nick Nolte? Or are they, 
I'm saying just the Hulk. Right. Answer not the Hulk in the movie, though. Right. What's your answer? Nolte. Yes. Okay. Uh, this actress who played Kelly Moltisanti on The Sopranos appeared as Edith Banner. Like the guy from the Crumb Last Season. I don't know. Not, not, not that was not that. Answer? Falco. That is Tara Buono, and it's also 18. In the song of this name, the singer notes that he talked to the judge in private early this morning and then took him to the sheriff's office to sign a warrant, which will lead to a false charge being put against someone. In one episode of a TV series of this name, Dave Stacey grew a beard and studied the Quran, while in another episode, a programmer named Christopher went to India to learn about outsourcing. In addition to that series on effects... So it was like 30 days. In 2007, it added the watch instantly service option. For Nipple Teaching, this company, which reached its billionth delivery in 2007, 10 years after it was founded by Reed Hastings. Is that old, isn't it? It's Netflix. Yeah. Where is this going? Netflix? Yeah. In 2008, Netflix introduced a set-top box manufactured by this company, which delivers streaming video to a customer's TV set. Boingo, is that what it's called? Boingo. Roku. One of the first attempts to directly compete, compete with Netflix was the movie value pass, pass created by this company, which was bought by Movie Gallery in 2005. Hollywood Video, is that like a national chain? Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Hollywood Video? Yeah. All uh, right. He was booed off stage in Madison Square Garden after playing country music, an experience which inspired his 1972 album, Garden Party. His first musical foray meant to impress a date was a cover of Fats Domino's <coughs> Walkin', and between 1957 and 1962, he trailed only Elvis and Pat Boone in his hits. He released a single with the A-side Traveling Man, whose B-side featured his best-known song, in which greeting the titular female also means saying goodbye heart. That song, Hello Mary Lou, was re-released following his 1985 death in a Texas plane crash and has been covered by his twin sons. For 10 points. Ricky Nelson? Yes. <coughs> and your bonus. This band's drummer, Kenny Ortiz, was once employed by Michael Arnold's father. For the name of band that has released albums like Onomatopoeia and Fight With Tools. Uh, Answer? That's Flowbots. Critics like Stephen Feldman love this lead single from Fight with Tools, a surprise hit for the Flowbots. Fucking Hamblehorse. Oh, they just called Hamblehorse. Yeah. The Flowbots also released an album named for this animal, which also names a prog rock supergroup. It is paired with Kant in the title of an Echo essay. Platypus. That's right. Funny. I like that one. Yeah, another thing they're going to be on the active guy a lot. Platypus? Platypus? Oh, right. Brian Hyde fucking loves a Echo. Cause of Punch. Nick Gregory plays the title character in a 1999 version of this work in which the title figure is in Manhattan. Jeff Nietzsche directed a 2005 version called This 3000, this time it's personal. A 1979 TV version directed by Philip Casson featured Judy Dench while Orson Welles starred in and directed a version that makes the Holy Father a bigger character. One of the best known versions features a new Francesca Annis during a sleepwalking scene. During a sleepwalking scene, while another adaptation sees Wachizu Takatori as a version of the title character. Return Point's name is played adapted by Roman Polanski and made into Throne of Blood by Akira Kurosawa, a work for the Bloody Dagger, some Scottish people by. Macbeth. Yeah, sorry, guys. Sleepwalking. Yeah, sleepwalking. Like, that's the thing. Like, 
This town is where the propane is first encountered certain zombies and also features booby traps such as rotating propellers. But now what's each in this town which Gordon Freeman visits in Half-Life 2 and which Alex Vance tells him we don't go to. This is like, uh... Fuck, I believe this is like Monta something. Monte outside... Monta Visto is not it. It's Ravenholm. Ravenholm is the first level in which the player can attack enemies with this weapon, which can pick up and throw objects such as exploding barrels. Gravity gun? Yes. This is the only human who lives in Ravenholm. He helps Gordon get through the town with the help of his rifle, Annabelle. What help have I played this? Uh, John? Father Green. Final score, Miracles of Antichrist, 365, Meek Heritage, 135.